My name is Orlando Kelm, and we are back again with Tafalado Grammar Lesson Number Three. And as always, I'm here with Michelle and Valdo and Jose Luis. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Today we're talking about plurals with L's. Is that right? Yes. And also about gas stations. Gas mm -hmm. stations. So what we're going to do, as always, we'll have the dialogue, and in today's dialogue, focus on the words that end with an L and how they might sound with a plural in Portuguese, because the rule is pretty different. And I assume for you, Jose Luis, right. it's shocking to hear you know, how these words sound in the plural. And at the same time, we're going to be talking about gas stations. So let's just jump into it. We'll have our dialogue to start us off today. Yes. Okay, yes. Valdo, okay. you're going to talk about getting gas in the United States at a gas station. Yeah. You want to start the dialogue? Right. Okay. Aquele homem está fazendo sinal para a gente baixar o farol do carro? Não. Vamos deixar os faróis acesos. E onde está o frentista para colocar o combustível no nosso automóvel? Aqui não é tão fácil como no Brasil. Os automóveis são abastecidos pelo próprio motorista. Como assim? Por que as coisas são tão difíceis aqui? Ah, não é tão difícil assim. Pagar com o cartão e colocar a mangueira no carro são coisas bem fáceis de fazer. Você consegue. É. Mas você tem que concordar que não há sinais claros indicando nada disso. Ok. Well, let's help people hear those words with L's. And so I'll try and find a few of them, and I'll say them in the singular, and you can say them in the plural. Okay. Sure. We'll have to see if the listeners can figure out the rule before we tell them the rule. The first one I see here is the word sinal. And that in the plural would be? Sinais. Wow, you go from sinal to sinais. The next one I see is the word farol. Faróis. Wow, from farol to faróis. Uh, the next one I see is uh, automóvel. Automóveis. Wow, combustível. Combustíveis. Fácil. Fáceis. And then the next one I see is difícil. Difíceis. Have you figured out the rule yet, José Luis? I got it. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the rule is when a word ends with an L, Drop the L and add IS. Okay? And so let's, let's look at a few. I'll say the word. We'll have Jose Luis give the plural in Spanish. Then we'll have you folks give it in Portuguese. Okay. So, for example, a word like animal. Animales. Animais. Radical. Radicales. Radicais. Nacional. Nacionales. Nacionais. So it works, doesn't it? Drop off the L, add IS. Animal, animais. Let's think of a couple words that end in E-L, like a papel. Papeles. Papéis. Tunel. Tuneles. Tunes. How about a word that ends in O-L, like a, ah, espanhol. Espanoles. Espanhóis. Sol. Soles. Sois. Uh, how about a U-L, like uh, the color blue, azul. Azules. Azuis. There you go. And so it, it, it really shocks your brain, your American Spanish-speaking brain, to hear the plural of animal be animais mm -hmm. and espanois. You just don't expect that as a plural. But once you get the concept down, the rule's not that difficult. Uh, there are a couple of little twists we make to the rule, and that is that if a word already ends in I-L, if you take off the 
L and add IS and you got two I's. And that'd be rather silly to write a word with two I's. So it just becomes one. So we're like barrel, which is uh, bahil. In Spanish you have barriles, right? Barriles. But in Portuguese it would be? Bahis. And there would be no reason to write two I's. So it's uh -huh. B-A-R-R-I-S. Triple yeah, right. I. Uh, another word I can think of that would be uh, infantil for a child. Mm -hmm. Infantiles. Uh, infantiles in Spanish, then in Portuguese. Infantis. There you go, infantis. So it's actually following the same rule. You just write it differently because who would want to write a word with two I's in the middle of it? Okay, so that's kind of the rule on that one there. There is one other twist to the rule, which I guess we ought to mention now. So for those listening, sorry, but it sounds a little abstract here. If the word ends in I-L, but it's not a stressed syllable, then you change it to E-I-S. Now, I'm sure nobody understood that, so I'll say it one more time. If a word ends in I-L, and it's not a stressed syllable, you change it to E-I-S. I think an example is easier. The word difficult in Portuguese is? Difícil. That's a word that ends in I-L, but it's not a stressed syllable at the end. I'll, how about the word easy? Fácil. There you go, another word that ends in an I-L, but it's not stressed. So the plural of difficult, difícil, is? Difíceis. And the plural of easy, fácil, is? Fáceis. There you go. So it's one little twist to the word, to the rule, which is if it ends in I-L, but it's not stressed, make it E-I-S. Right. Now the truth is the rule is harder than the actual doing it, because I can only think of three words that do this. Difícil becomes? Difíceis. Fácil becomes? Fáceis. And the word fossil, the word fossil in Portuguese is fossil. And so you go and dig up fossils out of the ground, the plural mm -hmm. of that would be? Fossils. Right. Now, I'm not sure you're going to use the word, use the word fossil every day, but you might. No. <laughs> it's not in our dialogue about the gasoline, anyway. <laughs> um, also, there are a couple of words that don't follow the rule. You know, for example, when you score a goal in soccer, that word is goal. But the plural is not gois, right? It's just goals. Goals. Yeah, you just add an S. So that one right. kind of follows the English mindset. And then also I was thinking of the word uh, uh, malis do mundo, the evil things. For some reason the word mal, you don't Yeah, go, it's not mais. Yeah, you go it's malis. malis. But, you know, those malis. are for another level sort of worrying about it. But in general, the word we just gave is... Drop off the L, add an IS. Yes. I think with all that, then what we're probably ready to do now is hear the dialogue once again, focus again on hearing those sounds of words that end with an L, but let's compare this now also to Jose Luis's pronunciation so we can get a sense of that. And so let's do the dialogue with the Spanish translation. Valdo? Aquele homem está fazendo sinal para a gente baixar o faro do carro? Aquele homem nos está indicando que baixemos as luzes do carro? Aquele homem está fazendo sinal para a gente baixar o farol do carro? Aquele homem nos está indicando que baixemos as luzes do carro? Não. Vamos deixar os faróis acesos. E onde está o frentista para colocar o combustível no nosso automóvel? Não. Vamos a deixar as luzes encendidas. E onde está o moço para pôr o combustível no carro? Não. Vamos deixar os faróis acesos. E onde está o frentista para colocar o combustível no nosso carro? Automóvel. Não. Vamos a deixar as luzes encendidas. E onde está o moço para pôr o combustível no carro? If I could interject, I know it has nothing to do with this lesson, but I just love the way you said no. You went, no. Não. 
Boom. And then you went what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Perfect example of Brazilian and Spanish intonation. Let's get back to the lesson on L. Aqui não é tão fácil como no Brasil. Os automóveis são abastecidos pelo próprio motorista. Aqui não é tão fácil como em Brasil. Os carros são abastecidos por el próprio motorista. Aqui não é tão fácil como no Brasil. Os automóveis são abastecidos pelo próprio motorista. Aqui não é tão fácil como em Brasil. Os carros são abastecidos por el próprio motorista. Como assim? Por que as coisas são tão difíceis aqui? Como assim? Por que as coisas são tão difíceis aqui? Como assim? Por que as coisas são tão difíceis aqui? Como assim? Por que as coisas são tão difíceis aqui? And again, interrupt, I think it's a good example to hear that difference between Spanish and Portuguese. The word difficult, how did you say that, Michele? Difíceis. Difíceis. And in Spanish? Difícil, difíciles. There you go, there you go. Follow your next line. Ah, não é tão difícil assim. Pagar com o cartão e colocar a mangueira no carro são coisas bem fáceis de fazer. Você consegue. Ah, não é tão difícil assim. Pagar com a tarjeta e poner a mangueira em el carro não são coisas bem fáceis de fazer. Tu lo consigues. Ah, não é tão difícil assim. Pagar com o cartão e colocar a mangueira no carro são coisas bem fáceis de fazer. Você consegue. Ah, não é tão difícil assim. Pagar com a tarjeta e poner, com, e poner a mangueira em el carro são coisas bem fáceis de fazer. Tu lo consigues. É, mas você tem que concordar que não há sinais claros indicando nada disso. Sim, sí, mas terás que estar de acordo que não há nenhuma seña clara que indique nada disso. É, mas você tem que concordar que não há sinais claros indicando nada disso. Sim, sí, mas terás que estar de acordo que não há nenhuma seña clara que indique nada disso. All right. So our dialogue here is talking about the problem of going to a gas station here in the United States, expecting full service, and it's all self-service, and you have to adjust to that. So tell me a little bit about this cultural difference or shock you found in trying to buy gas here in the United States. Yeah. Um, in Brazil, uh, we, we always have a person, uh, an attendant, who we call uh, frentista, or in Bahia is. Yeah, it can be either frentista or bombeiro. Bombeiro, bombeiro yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes. I've never heard about it. But yeah, really? <laughs> also in Venezuela, yeah. two yeah. words. But uh, frentista, uh, yeah. the, uh, frentista is a person who helps us to pump the gas, to change it, our yeah. uh, oil, uh, so what else? Uh -huh. so Wash our yeah. windshields. So, uh -huh. so actually all the gas stations in Brazil are full services. We don't have self-services. Yeah. So you're just not used to getting out of your car yourself? No. no. There's always somebody there to do it for us. Yes. Yeah. And here, it's totally different. <laughs> what is it like in Venezuela? Yeah. Venezuela is full service. Full, full service, service too, yes. Like in Brazil? For security reasons. And, and security I hate to say that I'm old enough to remember the difference between full service and self-service when you could drive in and choose one or the other. Mm. But nowadays, it's just pretty much full or everybody's self-service. Uh -huh. Okay, let's go back and let's hear the dialogue one final time. And for everybody listening, again, we want to hear those L sounds at the end of words and what happens in the plural words like sinal, sinais, farol, faróis, difícil, difíceis. 
And with that, Valda, we'll let you, let's do it kind of more like a native speed this time. Okay. Aquele homem está fazendo sinal para a gente baixar o farol do carro? Não. Vamos deixar os faróis acesos. E onde está o frentista para colocar o combustível no nosso automóvel? Aqui não é tão fácil como no Brasil. Os automóveis são abastecidos pelo próprio motorista. Como assim? Por que as coisas são tão difíceis aqui? Ah, não é tão difícil assim. Pagar com o cartão e colocar a mangueira no carro são coisas bem fáceis de fazer. Você consegue. É, mas você tem que concordar que não há sinais claros indicando nada disso. There you go. And we confess to everybody that's listening to Tafalado that when we do our lessons here, we have the written word in front of us. And we would suggest everybody to go do the same. Go to our website, look at the PDF file and download it. It really helps to see these words as opposed to just listening to them and get a visual sense of these plurals that way. Okay. I think we're the end of our lesson today then, right? Yes. Right? Good deal. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. We'll do it again. Bye-bye. Ciao. Bye-bye. Ciao. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye